we are live. Oh, but I'm muted. Okay, cool. Have we switched? We have switched. Hi, everyone. Hi, guys. Um, I just want to address very quickly. Um, this is gonna be my new background setup now. Sorry for the horrible lighting and the like ugly background and everything. Um, life situations happen, and now this is where I am streaming from. So just be aware. <laughs> you look fine. I'm sorry. It looks it looks fine. Promise. Um, How's everyone doing? Hi, Bat, Donkey D, Michael. Thank you for the sub lift. First oh sub. My yes, Queen. Thank you for subbing. I appreciate it. <laughs> I was like, he's there. <laughs> I'm never gonna stop being onion. I'm very confused. Oh, probably because his name gets like autocorrected to onion because Obion. Oh. Oh, I get oh, it. That. Oh, Megals, hi. Broadway, how are you? Did you put on the spook music? Honestly, Obion, I love onions, so like it's a compliment. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like obsessed with onions. Shrek also loves onions. <laughs> Thank you, Broadway. Yeah, it's so exciting. Thank you. We can finally get emotes. If you guys have any ideas for emotes, like let us know. Well. Hi, Ruby. Oh, she's saying hi to everyone else. I'm gonna call her Bandito so we don't get confused with Ruby and Ruby Bandito. I was gonna say, isn't that Dolbin? Yeah, that's Dolbin. I <laughs> 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 just call her Dolbin. Hi, Dolbin. <laughs> Get a cauldron. Oh, that'd be cute. But the thing is, like, I don't- I mean, like, I love the spooky aesthetic, but, like, once Halloween is done, I think we're just gonna go back to, like, our regular- like, our regular thing, right? That did me and Ren. <laughs> both made a Shrek ref. Yeah, I was I mean, gonna say, guys, I like the spook, but like, I, mean, I don't know if, if you guys want the spook, like, that much, we'll keep it, but like, it was mostly just for Halloween, because me and Ren are obsessed with, like, horror Halloween, so we wanted to go all out. But... Can't hear you at all. Oren! Oh my oh. god, thank you for the gift sub. <laughs> Get a honeypot a moment. Yeah, I don't know, we could just change it from, like, the spooky to, like, something, like, still creepy, to be fair. Like, because I think a lot of the stuff we're going to be covering is kind of creepy anyway. Mm -hmm. So, could just That's keep true. it. Thank you so much, Oren. Yeah, That's very sweet of you. So exciting. Spooky all the time. Days, I know you would love to see a spooky. I actually love the spooky. Ren did such a good job with all the, like... Stuff. I love what the fuck? Stuff. We've got a hype train. We got a fucking hype train, guys. <laughs> what the hell? Oh my god. <laughs> okay. <Hi. laughs> Obion, thank you for the sub. Thank you so much, Obion. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Lift and choo choo. Oh Damn. <laughs> we haven't even started it yet. <laughs> 
I was gonna say we haven't even got into like the, the juicy part of the the, yeah, the podcast. This is gonna be a juicy um episode. Oh damn, Broadway! <laughs> Thank you for the sub. Thank you. So much. We're getting a soon, I promise. We'll have a yeah, okay. we'll have a moat soon. Don't worry. We're just, we were a little stuck on, like, what to do for emotes. Hey, Meggles, don't worry about it. Don't feel obliged to sob, it's fine. Oh, Meggles, don't even worry. Yeah, don't feel any need to do anything. Oh, I like orange emotes, they're cute. Oh, is that his emotes, the little green things? Sorry, I'm on my phone to look at the chat, guys. Just ignore it. I'm getting my PC soon, and then I can have, like, the chat up on here and... Thank you for the bits, Obion. 200 bits. RM of 300 bits. Damn. Oh, Broadway's got my spooky emote, my little witch emote. So cute. (laughs) (laughs) They are cute. Thank you so much, guys. Did not expect that at all. Oh, I love all the hype emotes Meggles has going on. So exciting. No. Oh my goodness. I can't see the hype train, so I don't really know what's happening, but... Damn. I don't know if we should start yet. Like, what the hell? <laughs> what the hell? Thank you so much, guys. We really appreciate this. Like, this is nuts. <laughs> I know. I'm, like, blown away by you guys right now. This is amazing. Thank you, guys. Get all the hype emotes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, Liz. Liz. Oh, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> That's nuts. What the hell is going on? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was so confused. People it's were like... just waiting for us to hit affiliate, I guess. <laughs> no, it's so sweet. Oh, thank you. Follow Puzz. Oh, I'm gonna pronounce this wrong for good reason. Puzzy. Yeah. Oh, thank you for the follow, whoever that was. I can't see anything. Oh, what is it? Puzzy Destroyer, maybe? I don't know. Thank you, Oren. Oren, thank you. Don't feel any obligation to do the hype train, guys. We I was gonna say. Even hitting it in the first place. <laughs> yeah. Meggles is fine. Don't worry about it. Like, I really don't want you to feel bad. Like, I'm not gonna say his name. We're gonna say it how it's spelled. It's Puzzy Dystroyer. That's how you say it. I'm literally so dumb. I didn't even clue into that. Wow. Are you serious? (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I feel so dumb. Thank you for more bits. Thank you so much. Oh my god. Broadway was 69 bits. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Thank you, Broadway. Do you know who Mike? Uh, I'm not going to say that. I ain't silly. Oh, here's a slow-mo being put on the room. Yeesh. Um... I'm just writing in the chat a second. 
Oh, Orion, thank you so much. Oh my gosh, guys, we reached we we reached um the next level. That's crazy. Wait, you guys level did three? It? Yeah, but oh, we're we're on level three. Level three? Holy yeah. shit, guys! What's happening? <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, the mods are amazing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, I guess we should get started um, with our content for today. Yeah, we will. Hang on, I'm just typing something. No, we'll be on. Don't, don't even worry, man. No problem. Oh, Broadway. Thank you so much. I'm just a little bit confused. The I can't that. see when Broadway did she do more bits. Yes, the full she did full like twenty. You have to do the cool numbers. That's fine. <laughs> I can't believe for a level three, guys. Yeah. Okay, let's get going. Yeah. Um. Okay, right, so... Oh, dearie fucking me! Okay, I'll do it then. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> Come on, guys. We Who know. Fo whoever followed, thank you for the follow. I didn't get to see it. My, it went really fast. And it's kind of good to get it going when there's trolls in the chat, honey. Like, I can't... Don't Okay, cool. Thank you so much, everyone, for the hype train, though. We absolutely love and appreciate yeah, we you. we appreciate it a lot. And, yeah, thank okay. Thank for getting on that. Yeah, thank you, Mons. We love you very much. Um, So today, we are finishing off the whole cult thing that we've been doing. It's lasted over, like, two minis and a whole big one on, on the, uh, the history of the cults. Now, I think... I think you're just as interested in this as I am, but I really wanted to do oh, Scientology, yeah. and I know that Ruby's interested in it. Although, as much as people may not think it's a cult, and they class it, it, it is. I mean, no it is. Don't dumb. Don't even. <laughs> so, Wait, if you think it's not a cult, you're wrong. It's mainly, like, it's, it's, like, I guess it's, like, politely classed as, like, a new religion, but, um... It's just got some weird as fuck elements. So I did some research, and so did Ruby, and we were pretty interested to, to find out about um, L. Ron Hubbard, the founder of Scientology. Now, I think it's really important to like talk about his past, to understand like how fucked up this guy is before he even made Scientology. Like, he's, a, he's bizarre. And, like, I was reading into this last night, and I was just like, I can't believe people are, like, reading into, like, his books and his, like, his religion and being like, oh, yeah, this guy's got, like, you know, he's got facts. When he really hasn't, it's really, it's really strange. But, um, L. Ron Hubbard, he's mainly known as, obviously, the founder of Scientology, but he's also very well known for being an American author of science fiction, okay? And fantasy mm. stories. And he was born in 1911 in Nebraska. 
He was an only child. Him and his family moved around all the time when they were a kid. Oh my gosh. One bit? One bit? I don't- I can't see. It looks like just one bit, but thank you. It's- it's one, two, three, four. Fifty-one bits? Thank you so much! My chat is being weird, it's like not showing Broadway's bits properly, but thank you. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt your talking. It's absolutely fine, don't worry. Um... So, he was born in 1911. Um, he was an only child. He didn't really have like a bad childhood, although I have read in places that he did make it out like he was like really neglected as a kid, when he kind of wasn't. Um, his dad was in the Navy, and his mum was a clerk, so because of the Navy position of his dad, like, he had to move around the country all the time. So, with schools and stuff, like, he, he was moving and transferring to schools all the time, so he never really settled down. Um, he was also a Boy Scout, and he actually got really far in the Boy Scouts. He, he earned the rank of an Eagle Scout in 1924, which was two weeks after his 13th birthday. Um... He did enroll as a freshman in high school in Bremerton, and then the following year in Seattle. He had to move around all the time, though, because of that. Until I think his dad got posted in Guam. I think that's how you say it. And because of the, it's fine, don't worry. And because of the the where his dad was posted, they ended up traveling to and from Guam all the time to go and visit his dad and. From this, he used to like write like diaries and like things about his travels, and a lot of things that he noted about was about the poverty in these places. <laughs> so instead of like complaining about like you know, just like industry like industrial stuff kind of making it you know a, a place full of poverty, he actually was quite racist in his um book, saying that you know Japanese people and Chinese people are lazy and ignorant to poverty, and it's kind of their fault that their place is such like a shithole, which is which is pretty bad. But this is him, like, in the young days. Now, he he jumped around in education until he, he did end up going into uni to do, I think, some sort of engineering, but he did drop out. Which is fine, like, I'm not criticizing him dropping out, because he ended up going into the military anyway. Now, his military career is where I think you've really start to notice some of his weird traits. Like, I, I personally see him as a bit of a knock. He's very, like, self-absorbed, so he ended up joining the Navy. Um, he was later commissioned as Lieutenant Junior Grade in the United States in 1941, and later that year he was posted to New York for training as an intelligence officer. Um, all of this was good until he was later offered a position in, in the Philippines, and he had to basically fly out to Australia and he had to, like, they posted there but whilst in australia before going to the philippines one of his uh one of the officers basically sent him back to the u.s being like yo this guy is like not fit to like be leading anything like oh, and, yeah, he, and this this is the quote on the report so quote this officer is not satisfactory for independent duty assignment he tries to give impressions of his importance and thinks he has an unusual ability in most lines these characteristics indicate that he will require close supervision for satisfactory performance of any intelligent duty so he's already been kind of renowned to be a bit weird you know so he went back to the United States and requested to do sea duty, which was later approved. This is the this is weird, this way, honestly. Um although he got like approved to do sea duty, 
they kind of knew he wasn't fitted and that did backfire because like only a couple of reasons the CGU then he had to got he, he had to get put back into training because he wasn't fit to do independent duty. Um of course. <laughs> so he got posted back in Oregon to take command of a submarine chaser. Now very important date may 18th 1943 he was on duty and he was certain that he had located an enemy submarine and he like no one else had seen this submarine but he was dead adamant he'd seen a submarine and he spent 68 hours chasing the submarine and engaging in combat with it this submarine yeah 68 hours (laughs) i can't do math that's like about three days. Three, three-ish days. That's yeah. That's way too long to be chasing a submarine. It's crazy, but like, um, he actually ended up engaging in combat with what he thought was a submarine. I think he was just nuts, personally. Um, he was then commanded to leave the area, and later on, there was reports to show that there was no submarine activity in the area. Although there was a report to say that there was a magnetic, there was like a magnetic field thing. Like I think, I think there was a type of like substance, not substance, um, mineral, something that was giving off like a magnetic magnetic reading. And for some reason, he was just tracking it down and thinking it was a submarine and literally Wait, shooting so there it. There was like no submarine at all. No submarine at all. <laughs> Can okay. you imagine like your boss being like, "Yeah, there's actually no submarine. Like you're just chasing nothing. Like that's so embarrassing." <laughs> I'm just amazed how long he managed to stay in the military, to be honest, because I was talking to Liv yesterday and he was like, I'm surprised he lasted so long in the military because, like, he hooked up so many times. He's a class A fuck up here. (laughs) This is is the States, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's in the States. He's in the US Navy. So that was on May, the submarine incident. Um, In June, this is another really weird one that he did. Um, he decided to sail into Mexican territorial waters and decided to conduct gunnery practice off Coronado Islands. He thought that they belonged to the US when they didn't. Oh um, my god, so he was <laughs> shooting at, like, enemy islands, basically, for no reason. But he, he, it wasn't, it wasn't really an enemy. Like, what, yeah, he was like, just shooting in someone not... else's territory. It's a bit weird, you know? Mm. <laughs> So Mexican oh, government, <laughs> they ended How up complaining. Like, no, he. They ended up complaining. Like the Mexican government complained. They were like, "This, <laughs> this guy is." I haven't seen People make mistakes, and then it's just Broadway. I don't think chasing a non-existent submarine for three days counts as a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, for real. Can you imagine, like? Oh my god. And he was like just shooting ammo at it for three. Like, that's so much, like, and then shooting at an island for no reason. Like, what's going on? Like, no idea. Why is he even, like, serving at all? Why was he in charge of the submarine? That's what I want to know. No, (laughs) nobody else saw it. And they were like, yeah, that's cool, boss. Like, we're just going to chase this submarine. Like, nobody said anything. Nobody called his superior. Like, nobody, like, it was just him being like, yeah, we're just gonna, like, what? And yet he's still in the military. Like, he was still allowed in the military. I don't understand. Like, after the island thing? After the island thing, something did happen. So, yeah, something did happen. It wasn't, it wasn't a great, like, ending. 
it so didn't <laughs> it didn't exist there was no submarine no Obi-Wan, don't be the next Elron Hubbard please <laughs> so carrying on the Mexican government did complain to the US Navy about this being like what the fuck are you doing in my territory um the report yeah, that followed shoot at our island <laughs> well that's what it came across as and so trying to like just like make an excuse like yeah we just like we had this employee that's like unfit so we threw him on a submarine and like our bad like he just shot at your island like i don't know like how do you explain <laughs> that to them like I... <laughs> but like all they did was make a report on him and the complaint basically stated that Hubbard was just not fit for independent duties. So they basically gave him another chance of independent duties. He went along with it and just fucking screwed it over. So he got relieved from these. Like, he got relieved from his duties. He just shouldn't be allowed to do independent <laughs> duties at all. But when he was relieved from it, he began to report sick. Like, he always, like, he, he ended up just getting, like, really sick out of nowhere. And he, he stayed well he stated that he had symptoms of like malaria and back pains and ulcers and stuff like that and he was later admitted to a naval hospital and was there for nearly three months so there might have been something wrong with him but he ended up staying in hospital for ages but the weird part is is that years after this like hospital visit he wrote a letter to himself like who does that <laughs> <laughs> he wrote a letter privately to himself stating quote your stomach trouble you used as an excuse to keep the Navy from punishing you. You are free from the Navy. Bro, you're just incriminating yourself. Why would you write that down <laughs> on paper? Like, what? So, th this was years later he, he wrote Maybe this. Right in the heck. I was self-elected to lead. I feel this man's pain. Oh god, everyone, seriously. <laughs> This guy is nuts, and it gets wackier. Like his military just kind of shows you what sort of a person he is and how he's like. He's clearly not good at leading. Like he's clearly not a, good at doing like independent like things. So, oh god. <laughs> so no, it gets a lot wackier. Seriously, it gets crazy. Um, so in nineteen. 44, which was a year after the submarine incident, he was mm -hmm. later posted to Portland when the USS Algol, so this is a ship, okay, it's an Andromeda-class attack cargo ship, it's like a big military ship, so he served as the navigation and training officer there. So he when he was there, he actually requested to transfer to the School of Military Government in a place called Princeton, which he was granted the place. However, the night before he left this ship, the ship's log reported that Hubbard himself reported to an officer on duty that there was an attempted sabotage, which had been made between 3.30 and 4pm, and it was a coke bottle filled with gasoline with a clock wick inserted, and had been concealed among the cargo which was taken on board in the number one hole. So there was basically some weird sabotage which happened the night before he left, which I find really fucking sus, to be honest. He self-reported, it's like, among us, but like, he self-reported, but he totally did it, you know? But, um... <laughs> so... <laughs> he self-reported before he wrote that letter to to himself, being yeah, like, yeah, exactly. it's faked and... 
how do you fake being sick for three months though like in a hospital like they can do tests on you like i don't understand how he was able to keep that up for three months like i don't know he but he kind of made it out like he used it as an excuse to stay away from the military but anyways he went to school until 1945 where he was assigned to monterey in california now california is where his weird shit starts so not long after his assignment in april he began reporting sick again and was readmitted to hospital he was there until december and he was transferred to inactive duty in 1946 um we're gonna go into a bit of details between this 1945 and 1915 like bit because that's where like some of the creepy shit happens but um i think there's a a cult happening in our chat right now (laughs) why Oh no, they started. Guys, yeah, can we not too. create a, a cre- create a new cult right now? This that's um no. Also, we're no. <laughs> we do not support cults here. If Megles is still here, thank you so much for stopping by anyways. I really appreciate mm-hmm. it. Guys, stop starting a cult. We can make so much money. Um Yeah, Obion, stop it. <laughs> no cult <laughs> activity, please. No, this this is where it starts getting like proper like occultist. Like this is where the actual cult stuff happens because he was genuinely involved in a cult, like a proper renowned cult. So between nineteen forty-five and nineteen fifty, can't break culture. Bat, stop it! No encouraging. So he publicate. Like he he released his publication of Dianetics, which we'll go into later, which is a massive part of Scientology. But he actually had a massive involvement in like an occult thing. So when he was in California, he actually moved into a mansion owned by a man called John Whiteside Parsons, who was a rocket researcher. However, he was also an avid occultist and followed the English ceremonial magician Alistair Crowley and the leader of Crowley's magical order, Ordo Templi Orientis. So this is like an actual fucking cult. And I, I don't know if any of you know Alistair Crowley, but he's a pretty famous occultist in England. Like this a big- sounds familiar, but- yeah. He, 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 he believes in like, like actual magic. So interesting. It's weird. So Hubbard and Parsons, the guy who's the occultist, became like really good mates. Um and Hubbard actually became sexually involved with Parsons' daughter, 22-year-old, so it's like, you know, it's okay. But a bit weird considering that they were buddies and he's like, oh by the way, I'm fucking your daughter as well. But whatever. Um, I love that I, we had to be like just, you know, she was of age because like every call is just full of Nasty, literally you know, pedophiles and shit yeah it's kind of important to know because you're right like a lot of cults have underage girls <laughs> so parsons actually wrote to alistair crowley himself about l ron hubbard and explained that he was a gentleman with red hair green eyes and was very honest and intelligent um and quote from the message although he has no magic he has an extraordinary amount of experience and understanding in the field from some of his experiences i have deduced that he is in touch with some higher being possibly his guardian angel and hubbard had previously described to parsons about having like this beautiful winged red-haired woman who he calls the empress and this woman has guided hubbard throughout his life and saved him on several occasions (laughs) <laughs> so do you know it's starting to get a bit fucking weird now 
<laughs> so wait, so he's saying that this magic person was here beforehand, like before he knew about the magic stuff with the cult. Like it was just he a claimed thing that, he that had... he's seen his whole life. Yeah, he claimed he had like a guardian angel, which is kind of funny because it kind of like resembles him, but as a girl. Because he's a red-haired, green-eyed guy, and the, the beautiful woman's a red-haired, like, winged angel, and it's like... Weird. <laughs> so, this is this is the bit where it gets really fucking twisted. So, he became a collaborator in the Pan Pasadena OTO. So, the OTO being the Ordo Templi Orientis, this whole thing with Crowley. Um, both Parsons and Hubbard collaborated on the Babylon working. This is like their ritual they did. And this ritual is a sex magic ritual to summon the incarnation of Babylon, the supreme Thelemite goddess. It was performed over several nights Ew. between... <laughs> yeah, I know, it's weird. It was performed what? between February and March 1946 in order to summon an elemental who would participate in father sex magic. <laughs> so the ritual itself, this is how it was done. It involved Parsons using his magical wand, aka his pee, um, to whip oh up my God. <laughs> to whip up a vortex oh. of energy so that the elemental would be summoned. So basically, in Taz, he jacked off in the name of spiritual advancement, while Summoned like looked for an astral plane for signs and visions of the elemental. So it was like some weird sex magic act that apparently worked, because apparently the elemental arrived a few days later and her name was Marjorie Cameron. <laughs> Dude was playing World of Warcraft before there was World of Warcraft. <laughs> Sex magic is fun. I didn't even know sex magic was a thing, to be honest. Thing. Um, Obion, no, no cults. We literally have had like three. This is like the third episode of why cults are bad. <laughs> Actually, no, this is the fourth episode because we yeah. did our story time one, plus this will be the third, like, covering of content. No cults. <laughs> <laughs> Trust. So. As we can tell from like what we've already said, imagine having sex so good it feels magical. <laughs> Guys, can we please not start a cult in the chat though? Seriously, mm -hmm. because like, I no, do not. No cults. It's dangerous. This guy is nuts. Okay, like he ain't he ain't fit in the head. <laughs> Broadly. <laughs> I want to start a cult. Thank you, no So this summon, like this elemental, yeah, was apparently yeah. summoned. Um, she was summoned in the form of Marjorie Cameron, and this is weird. Like they summoned Wait, this elemental, like a, right? a real person. Yeah, it, it, yeah. But who agreed? Like this lady who got summoned agreed to participate in these sex acts. So they continued to do like these sex magic acts. Um, soon all three of them, so Hubbard Parsons and this this elemental Marjorie Cameron. Ooh, like, where did this girl come from? I don't know, apparently she just like, turned up. Like, she I just poofed into existence? Like, no. Yeah, apparently she just poofed into existence. So are we poofed. saying that, like, magic actually exists? Or did this lady just somehow, like, go around, like, just, like, walk into the door and they're like, Oh my god, there's this, like, random lady, she must be the 
the spirit elemental thing, or like did she? Like, is... I think Parsons invited her personally, and then they like, were like, you think, "You think Parsons faking all the magic?" And she was just like, "It was just a magic trick," and he was like, "Summon this thing," and then she just like they pulled a sheet. She was like, "There." <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> information on the actual like ritual, but apparently a few days after she basically turned up like yo, and then the guys were like, oh, is this like the elemental? But um, the, it really makes no so sense. Great. They go from like this dark occultist sex magic to the three of them making up a plan to buy yachts and make profit off of them. <laughs> like it went from sex magic to to you know making profit. But this this is very kind of makes. It makes me laugh. So the initial, like, they decided to set up a business partnership called the Ally Allied Enterprises, mostly contributed by Parsons. The initial plan was for Hubbard and Betty, the daughter of um, Parsons, to buy yachts and sail them to the West Coast for a profit. Hubbard had a completely different idea of this, and he wrote to the Navy and requested permission to leave the country to visit places to collect writing material, which is basically a fancy way of saying that he wants a world cruise. Um, <laughs> the plan of them selling yachts failed miserably. Um, they basically got As stopped. It at the probably would. Yeah, they they brought the yachts. They invested like millions into yachts, and oh then God. they got stopped at the borders. And then fucking Parsons had to sell his mansion <laughs> to developers <laughs> to recoup his losses. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, nobody would buy, like, who buys yachts? I mean, like, I guess rich people, but, like, I don't know anybody who would even want a yacht, but that's just me. I would, it's it's rich people. It, I mean, no, um, my mom has a yacht. It's really I guess nice maybe, to, you know? like, in the area, because nobody around here would have a yacht, because, like, we're nowhere near, like, water, but I exactly. guess if they're in the area... So, whilst Parsons got, like, royalties to over... Yeah, he got royally screwed over, but Hubbard and Betty um, got married and just settled in California. And he and Hubbard actually got paid to look after a yacht of a friend before he basically resumed writing Wait. fictional stories. Who did Hubbard marry? Like um, the, the, Betty. the elemental? No, Betty. It was the Parsons' daughter who he was having sex with. Oh. And they got married, yeah. Different name on the thing, so I was like, Oh, yeah, that's her actual name, but she goes by that name. That's weird, okay. So, um, the next chapter is about Dianetics. Now, obviously, Dianetics is a huge part of Scientology, but we'll get into that a little later. So, in 1948, he claimed to have worked in a psychiatric clinic. Hubbard did, obviously. Oh, beyond, yeah, I'm pretty sure Scientology is like a huge, like, you need to pay to like level up. I've got a yeah. whole bit we'll about the past. Yeah, it's really fucking screwed up. Um, he mentioned in letters to his friends about Dianetics. So he's working with, you know, people with mental health conditions and stuff. And he, he was basically talking to his friends about this thing called Dianetics. So in 1949, he was working on the Book of Psychology, which I really need to state now, psychology in Scientology is absolutely frowned upon now. Like, it is, it is denied in Scientology. So L. Ron Hubbard, their founder, wrote a book on psychology. Yeah, it's And then now, like, if you're in Scientology, you can't talk about psychology? Yeah. Weird. <laughs> it's strange. I actually... 
there's actually um something like hypocritical like that in the other cult that i was that i researched as well so it's kind of interesting the leader is usually like hypocritical of like their their rules yeah they all they're they're really hypocritical but like any of their rules the book of psychology right this is this wasn't the title of the book the actual title of the book um the book's gonna be about the the cause and the cure for nervous tension. The title of the book was going to be called The Dark Sword, Excalibur of Science of the Mind. <laughs> so you can tell he's a fiction writer. He loves this sort of shit. But he genuinely Excalibur. thinks... <laughs> he genuinely thinks that, like, you know, his... his yeah, psychology is a real. scientific study. Yeah, it is, it's very true. much so. So... <laughs> He published his first articles on Dianetics. Makes sense. Um, and his first, oh wait, no, his first published articles of Dianetics were in the form of a science fiction novel called Terra Incognita: The Mind. Um, it's claimed to be research, and he wrote to many organizations and many scientific journals about like taking it in and having them publish as like actual science. Um, all of them were like. Fuck off, basically. No. Like, no. <laughs> like, like, where's like the evidence at all? Like, this is all coming from the head. There's no fucking like proof. Um, so a man called John W. Campbell gave him a chance to basically redefine Dianetics. And this this guy was kind of renowned in the science community, but like it didn't go as planned. So this is what they came up with. The basic principle of Dianetics is that the brain has already recorded all the experiences in a person's lifetime, even when the body is unconscious. So sad or painful experiences are stored as engrams in a reactive mind. I only have these in quotes because they're like terms, all right? Um, These can later be triggered in life, causing emotional and physical problems. So these engrams that you have are what cause you problems in later life. Now, according to Hubbard, a process called auditing, which we'll go into a lot more, because it's basically the basis of Scientology now, is what allows an individual to be regressed through his engrams and re-experience their own past. Once complete, the subject will now be in a state of clear, and a perfectly have a perfectly functioning mind with an increased IQ and photographic memory. But so if you do, uh, uh, I keep forgetting the words, an auditing session. Apparently, your IQ increases, and you oh, get shit. a photographic memory. Yeah. Yo, where do I sign up? I'm just Don't. kidding. It's a I'm just kidding. <laughs> so. This research was like, oh my god, we've got lots of research, we got this perfect Megalus, <gasps> thank you for the sub! Hang on, what? Oh my thank you so much! Thank you so much! I'm with Ruby, by the I was joking! Oh my god. Please. So, this... I would never join a cult. No. <laughs> this kidding. study that he made, like, again, they tried they tried reaching out to scientific journals, being like, hey, this is our research on Dianetics, take it. Everyone was like, nope. So, in the end, they had to publish it again as a science fiction novel. So, it's, it's branded as science fiction, but this one worked really well. This one sold. It sold 55,000 copies in by 1950 and it also caused 500 dianetics auditing groups to be set up throughout the united states 
now. These older we're gonna get into auditing, right? Of like yeah. what that means. Okay. Yeah. So the auditing process is what like I just kind of explained. So like obviously you've got like in Scientology you use like a machine, but we'll get into that. It's fucking stupid. So we've actually got a video. Oh sick. About Dianetics explained by like Scientology, like the people who run the website. So we're gonna have like a proper look at what you know Scientology is all about. If I um, act extremely crazy, they'll believe that the truth is less crazy. I mean, logic, I guess, sort of. <laughs> Let's hope it works. I'm kind of hoping it works. Um, let me just open it. Oh wait, if I just link the channel, no, this is right. Alright, I've got I've got the video. Video is ready, cool. So if we could just switch to the reaction, you got it? So this is an introduction to Dianetics, so if I didn't explain it well enough. Bad. He's like, I hope this website's more maintained than the other one, meaning like Heaven's Gate. Oh my god, <laughs> it's so like it's so maintained. Like it's really well done. But listen. Or a traumatic experience? They're so dramatic, these videos. Oh my god. Do you sometimes experience self-doubts, negative thoughts, unreasonable fears, upsets, or irrational behavior? The painful experiences of our past clearly have an effect upon our present behavior. But to what degree and why? What causes the mind to depart from rational thought or behavior? That is the subject Damn, of <laughs> Every moment of your life, your mind is recording everything that's happening to you. Every sight. Every sound. Every taste. Smell. Pain. Emotion. Touch. Everything. These recordings form what is called the time track a consecutive record of all the experiences accumulated throughout your existence. Your mind uses this information to make decisions and solve problems relating to your survival. The better its decisions, the better you survive. Just so cinematic. is stored in your analytical mind. That part of your mind that thinks, remembers, and calculates. But some of your experiences are not recorded into those analytical memory banks. It is a discovery of Dianetics that all of your painful experiences are stored in a previously unknown part of the mind. The pot. It's called the reactive mind. And it throws those experiences back at you in an irrational attempt to get you to avoid the same painful thing from happening to you again. Here's a simple and common example. At some point, you've probably gotten sick from eating tainted food. Later in life, if you see or smell or possibly even think about that particular food again, you start to feel a little nauseous. Now you know that logically, the mere sight or smell or thought of a food can't physically make your body ill, because you haven't actually eaten it again. And yet you're experiencing the same sick feeling you had before. This is your reactive mind making you re-experience the same perceptions it recorded in that earlier incident. This is what the end grounds are In a attempt to protect you from what it believes mm. is a dangerous situation. It reacts solely on a stimulus response basis and below your awareness. The painful experiences hidden in your reactive mind are the cause of your fears, insecurities, negative thoughts, unwanted emotions, 
and irrational behavior. You have been accumulating these deeply buried experiences throughout your existence. In fact, the most damaging among them occurred before you were born. Dianetics reveals how these negative experiences are stored and contains a technology to free yourself from them. Sorry. What would life be like if all of the pain you've experienced no longer affected your abilities, emotions, and behavior? You would think and behave rationally, making the best possible decisions relating to your survival. You would be able to utilize your imagination and creativity to their fullest. You would be confident, more intelligent and productive and happier. You would be yourself, free to enjoy life and reach your full potential. In short, your mind would be clear. That is the goal of Dianetics. People achieve this state every day, and so can you. What annoys me about it, right? It's basically saying that if you've had a bad experience, like let's say someone shot you before, like, mm -hmm. like you fear guns because you know that's you know effectively going to be dangerous. A normal reaction, yeah. Yeah, a totally normal reaction. It's basically saying like Dianetics is going to like completely clear that. So if you see a gun, you're just going to be like, oh yeah, guns, love them. Like it kind of makes no sense. It's basically making you really like careless. Yeah, obviously, like for some like traumatic events, it's good to get help for them. Mm -hmm. But like, I don't think it like it's especially if you like have food sickness or something like that. Most people get over it. Like, obviously, the smell's gonna like that's really not that big of a deal. Let's be honest. But like, when it comes to, like proper life situations, or like I don't know if you've had like traumatic events, and they're like, <laughs> well, just ignore them turning oh, life into a game blizzard i'm interested <laughs> i'm talking about a book oh um hi i'm science and that's not how any of that works <laughs> literally <laughs> so crazy oh, um but oh. yeah Dolben, we are working on getting our audio stuff like uploaded somewhere else so you can like yeah. re-listen to like old podcasts because we know twitch only holds them for like two weeks so that is like in the works yeah also dolbin like these these things like like the the all of scientology's videos are so cinematic they are so over the top and like crazy and so well produced i'll give them that they are very well produced and that was a 2008 video you like you look at their recent ones now and they are all so well produced like better than any like you know good vlog or anything like that that's so good but um yeah they have there yeah, they do have their own studio they have a massive studio i volunteer as tribute oh my god the chat's going nuts I mean, having a traumatic experience, of course you're gonna do the best of what it. Yeah, of course. Like, why would you get this Dianetics thing to be like, oh yeah, it's like I had a really traumatic experience as a kid, and now I'm not gonna be aware of it. I'm gonna clear my mind and be like totally accepting of it. And if it happens yeah. again, then yeah. Have you seen the interview with the actress from Kings and Queens? No. Nope. Is that the lady who left Scientology? Leah. Yeah, Tom Cruise. We'll go into Tom Cruise's nuts. John Travolta is a Scientologist as well. Yeah, we'll get into all that. Yeah. Oh, she's I think, a documentary? Oh. Yeah, I think you're on about Leah. I'm pretty sure her name's Leah. I've yeah, got a lot of information. I think she her. escaped from Scientology. 
yeah and then and, and this is where i actually got a lot of the yeah john travolta's part of scientology as well over um Yeah, I think Tom Cruise is probably the biggest celebrity, and, and like obviously John Travolta, like probably one of the most renowned ones. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, so that's Dianetics, and now we actually get to jump into, you know, what is Scientology? So we've all had this, you know, background on Ron Hubbard and how he's really scary and weird, and how he does sex magic, and how he's involved with weird stuff, and how he sabotaged the military and shot at something for 68 hours, and even though there was nothing there. We all know what sort of a person he was, so... we got another video coming up, and it's not my favourite video ever, but quote, <laughs> Scientologists believe that people are immortal alien beings called phaetons who have forgotten their true nature and are trapped on earth in a human body scientologists believe that each phaeton has lived numerous past lives both on earth and in our physical bodies and on other planets scientologists also believe by undergoing a series of classes and teachings called auditing by the church people can free themselves of their human form and reclaim their true selves scientology but <laughs> to figure out the origin story of Scientology, I would love to play you a clip from <laughs> South Park. Now, it, we all know that South Park's a comedy. However, they have explained it so damn well in this video. This is the origin and what they believe as Scientologists to where Phaetons came from and what were basically possessed by. I think it's really funny, but I just think South Park did it really well, honestly. Yeah, Broadway, reclaim your true self for money. <laughs> Just gotta figure out a way to get it to play properly. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Femia. There we go. It works. I just gotta switch to Femia. Yep. I don't know if any of you guys are South Park fans, but um, they really explained it well. And also, Tom Cruise tries to get this episode removed, which I find really funny. <laughs> I mean, of course he did. He's like really high up there, I believe. Like he's yeah. like he's put a really lot of high up. So, is that how I got the video up? You, can you see it, Ruby? <laughs> a small loan of a million dollars. It's it's around that price. But um, okay. So we're gonna yeah, I can see watch it. this video. It's about three minutes. It's really funny. So enjoy, guys. But it perfectly explains Scientology. The reincarnation Perfectly. of must be taken care of. He had many enemies. It's a good episode as well. Episode called Traffic I definitely yes, recommend. But he was also a prophet who knew the secret truth about the nature of life. This is just too much. We want to reveal to Stan the great secret of life behind our church. Oh, by the way, in the episode, Stan's supposed to be a reincarnation of L. Ron Hubbard because he had this weird reading on an emium. Stan, do you want to hear the great secret doctrine of life behind Scientology? Sure. All right, go ahead and tell him. Would you excuse us, please? This is highly I love Randy. Oh, rats. Classified church information. Usually, to hear the secret doctrine, you have to be in the church for several years, Stan. Are you ready to hear the truth? I... I guess. You see, I hope everyone can hear it. There is a reason for people feeling sad and depressed. An alien reason. It all began 75 million years ago. Back then, there was a galactic federation of planets 
which was ruled over by the evil Lord Xenu. Xenu <laughs> thought his galaxy was overpopulated, and so he rounded up countless aliens from all different planets, and then had those aliens frozen. Oh, the captain. Which looked like DC-8s, except with rocket engines. The cruisers then took the frozen alien bodies to our planet, Earth, and dumped them into the volcanoes of Hawaii. The aliens were not frozen. They were dead. The souls of those aliens, however, lived on and all floated up towards the sky. But the evil Lord Xenu had prepared for this. Xenu didn't want their souls to return, and so he built giant soul catchers in the sky. Souls were taken to a huge soul brainwashing facility, which Xenu had also built on Earth. There, the souls were forced to watch days of brainwashing material, which tricked them into believing a false reality. Xenu then released the alien souls, which roamed the Earth aimlessly in a fog of confusion. At the dawn of man, the souls finally found bodies which they could grab onto. They attached themselves to all mankind, which still to this day causes all our fears, our confusions, and our problems. L. Ron Hubbard did an amazing thing telling the world this incredible truth. Now all we're asking you to do is pick up where he left off. But I don't know any of this stuff. Neither did L. Ron when he started. He said he just closed his eyes yeah. and wrote down whatever came to mind. You can do the same. Just let it flow. Okay, I'll try. I just wish I could write my room, but Tom Cruise won't come out of the closet. I know. We've sent Nicole Kidman up there to see if she can help. <laughs> That is actually what Scientologists it's, believe. That's oddly specific, I have to say. The whole, like, dropping them in the volcanoes of Hawaii and all that shit. Like, that's really specific and, like, a really weird detail. I was like, I thought they were just gonna be like, oh, the volcano, like, mel melted the ice. But then it was just like, no, nope, they just all died. And I was like, what? And it was just like, <laughs> that was a wild story. Broadway. I love that episode so much. But interestingly enough, South Park made a big thing and he's like, "Okay, I'm out." No, <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? It's like how it's like it's just just a bit too weird. But um, Isaac Hayes, the guy who voiced Chef in the early days of South Park, was um a Scientologist. Like he turned into a Scientologist. South Park brutally killed him off in an episode, though. Like I think he like fell off a bridge and got eaten by like mountain lions. Pretty oh sad. Yeah, he used to voice Chef. But, um, yeah, he got... He I got mean, I love the idea it. for a movie. Yeah, they should make a movie out of it. I feel like it would be a really good movie. But Scientology exactly probably it. That, but You know what, like, you say that, you say it'll make a good movie, like, that's because the guy's a science fiction writer. Like, of course it's gonna be alright. Like, <laughs> he knows. The yeah, type of movie you'll love till it says based on true story at the end. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And Tom Cruise will be the star. <laughs> yes, that would be amazing. <laughs> so, now the the big question. How much does it cost to, you know, go into Scientology? So, this is the information I've got. Introductory courses in Scientology are really cheap. They're around 35 like USD. However, I'm these courses... Yeah, they're really cheap. Like, but they don't. The thing is, 
they're courses, but they don't count as credits for anything to do with Scientology. It's like they count as nothing. So why do they even exist? Just to kind of entice people. It's a bit of like, a, oh, look what we've got. So the list mm -hmm. of courses that they have in Scientology is summarized and called the Bridge of Total Freedom. Um, it's a series of courses that helps reach spiritual realization. It's a series of steps that were laid out by Hubbard that every Scientologist must follow in order to attend the ultimate in spiritual enlightenment and freedom. These courses cost around $650 each. Holy um, fuck. Yeah, okay, but that's just the course, okay? <laughs> that's just the course. And these courses can re require the members to study from like 9am to 10pm seven days a week. It's, it's pretty intense. That's like a full job, full time job, but like you're paying the comp. You're what? <laughs> That's oh god, that is interesting. It's like I'm... having a full time job, but like you're paying, um, paying the company to be there. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, I actually didn't know that about Charles Manson. I think I touched on that when we talked about him on the last episode yeah. that we we mentioned him. He like briefly talked about Scientology in prison. Manson completed 150 hours of auditing before declaring the religion was too crazy. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. That would have been very expensive as well. Because... Yo, imagine Charles Manson calling your religion too crazy. That's, after all the shit that he's nuts. done. Yeah, that is Imagine. That's something is wrong <laughs> like Very when wrong. charles manson is like yeah this is too crazy like some, something's off here you're right but um so the co the courses cost around 650 dollars each um but that's just the course alone so that's just the education you're receiving so in addition to the courses um members have to attend these auditing sessions um, it's basically, uh, auditing is basically therapy that allows your mind to be cleared. So it's basically, you know, getting out the engrams from the reactive mind and reliving them and understanding them and then going clear. Um, auditing costs $800 an hour. And auditing sessions last a minimum of about two and a half hours. So ultimately, you're paying two grand for an auditing session on top of your $650 course. And, and Megal said um, that's just the course. Books are not included. So I'm not sure yep. if you have prices for books. but I do have prices for books, actually. I do. It's pretty intense. So I, I, I actually... Um, said Hubbard was the ultimate imposter, which is really funny. And they're talking... It wouldn't be great if Hubbard had been trolling the whole time. I hope <laughs> he not. He probably was. Like, this is an ultimate troll. <laughs> So the books that's that... worse than uni. It is <laughs> so much worse than university. So the auditing sessions <laughs> are undertaken with the help of the e meter, which is the electronic device that displays electrical electrodermal activity uh, in short EDA of a person. So it's kind of funny because like you actually look at the e meter and it's clearly measured on temperature so if you're asking about traumatic experiences you're gonna heat up because of like stress and this is what the e meter reads so it's not anything to do with it. I, I really don't believe it's anything spiritual it's it's you're reacting like it's like oh this happened to you as a kid and there's something bad and you're like oh, fuck, that makes me feel bad then you sweat you get hotter like it's, it's just your body <laughs> responding to stress so that's what they call an eda when it's 
technically just measuring temperature. I was so before I heard the prices. $800 an hour, yeah, probably. It's really expensive. I was like, if Charles Manson is like, nah, I'm out, then it's probably best to avoid, right? Like, Charles Manson's like, yeah, no thanks. Like, yeah, 100%. So, um, $800 an hour. Kids. I just checked scientists reject the hypothesis of souls. Oh, God. Interesting. Yeah. Um, it's kind of messed up, though, because adults can administer their children into Scientology to do these auditing sessions, and they can be as young as six. Uh, no, don't bring your kids into this. Yeah, it's a um, bit. Actually, the next call, I'm going to, like, the next call we talk about is, like, a lot to do with kids, which is kind of I was sad. gonna Anyways. say, I did I did skip through that, and it's like, oh my god, like, it's no. a lot of children stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, just talking about the material that Megals mentioned, thank you, Megals. Um, materials on the side are really costly. So the basic package of 12 introductory books costs around $4,000. That's just the basic pack. Around four grand. <laughs> Bruh, that my university textbooks in total costed like a grand per semester. It's it's pretty nice. Um, but despite the books, uh, Scientology <sighs> encourages members to buy more copies of the book. So and and they are encouraged to donate to libraries as well. And on top of all of that, members are peer pressured into purchasing recorded letter lectures and CDs. So, it's pretty nice. That's crazy. So, hang on. Bye, Obi. Oh, you're not actually leaving. Sorry, I saw the see you later, but you're just making a joke about where the door is. Never mind. <laughs> um, to do with the auditing sessions, so there's actually a dark side which this, this Leah girl, the celebrity who left Scientology speaks of, so these auditing sessions are known as security checks or sec checks for sure. Um, they are forced on members who have been shown to be like doubtful of the church or breaking a church rule. Um, these sessions can be really long, up to like hours, like a few hours, and they are really pressure-filled experiences as the auditor tries to force a confession of some sort of wrongdoing from the person being interrogated. The person being interrogated then has to pay for these auditing sessions. I was about to ask if they had to pay for those. They they get forced to do them and then they have to pay. And they're usually like four or five hours. So you're looking at like four grand. That's so dumb. It's really scary. But on average, there's like a workout to reach the highest level. So um, to, you know, reach complete the courses. This isn't all of it, just completing the courses, it's roughly around $460,805. So almost 500k to complete the courses, but that doesn't include anything else after that, which is also very costly. Damn. To fully complete the courses, you have to board the Free Wind ship, which is their cruise ship, for however long the church deems necessary. And I'm assuming you have to pay for your boarding on the ship. Probably, yeah. Nope. 
yeah that's that's insane it's crazy and yeah there's there's um a good louis fru documentary also anthology i really like louis fru so i'm a bit biased but um he's done it in like a cinematic way to kind of take a dig at scientology um and it talks about the the new leader oh, i keep forgetting his name what's his name um alron harbour founded him who runs it now ran by I'm, oh david miscavage he's he's rumored to be a real fucking idiot like a lot of people have rumored about like abuse to church members um abuse to his wife like he's apparently he's not a nice guy at all and louis Farouk's documentary really focuses on david so if you guys are interested in like who's running it now i highly recommend watching louis Farouk's documentary on scientology but yeah you could get a part you could get partner before going on that cruise literally <laughs> oh my god louis i know dolvin is great but um for now that's that's pretty much most of the stuff i've got in scientology we're just gonna take a quick break um just for like five minutes just to mm -hmm. gather our thoughts for the the next one because the next one in court is a little bit darker so just want to be prepared for that be right back guys Hi guys, we're back. Hey guys. Oh. I see our chat is still popping. Mm. I think so you guys were just talking cool. about like time zones and stuff, which is cool. Getting to know each other. Awesome. So we're just gonna do a little bit more on Scientology. So obviously as you guys know, there's uh there's a lot of celebrities as we were discussing in the chat earlier but we got a video by tom cruise which uh scientology like the studio made of him explaining it we might have to skip through this because it is like 10 minutes but um i'll put it in the chat yeah so yeah if you guys are interested to see how um Tom Cruise got roped into all of this. Here we go. <laughs> I gotta go onto YouTube first though. It's amazing how people believe this stuff. I was really thinking, you know, reading into Harvard's past and like He had money to spare. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure he's put like millions probably into the Scientology. He's like really high up in the ranking. Courses or whatever you can level pay for more something. levels, like you pay for more auditing stuff, like it's, it's really weird. But, um, I don't think we're gonna watch all of this because this is a huge <laughs> video. Think of all the subs you could have gifted, right? That's such true. a shame. I know. Damn it, Tom Cruise, you gotta get over here and give some subs. Stop gifting Scientology 
levels. There's probably, like, there's probably, like, Scientologists, like, listening in, like, right now, going, like, what's this shit they're chatting? But, well, if you are here, guys, then I think you're crazy. And I'm not going to join Scientology. Sorry. But, have you got the React screen up? Awesome. We're going to watch Tom Cruise. I don't think we're going to watch all of this because it's nine minutes, but if it's interesting, then we will. So here we go. It's so But if dramatic, that's what Mr. Like... Cruise has brought to this world, there still remains one more word on the map. <laughs> Is this the Mission Impossible Tom theme song? Cruise on the back? Tom Cruise, <laughs> it's Tom Scientologist. I think it's a privilege to call yourself a Scientologist, and it's something that you have to earn. And because a Scientologist does. He or she has the ability to create new and better realities and improve conditions. Uh, what? Being a Scientologist, you look at someone and you know absolutely that you can help them. So for me, it really is KSW, and it's just like, it's it's something that... Uh, Your reaction would be like... I don't mince <laughs> words with that, you know, with anything that LRH does, but that policy to me has really gone... <laughs> That's like something you have to earn, nah man, something you have to pay for. <laughs> oh, you're paying for it, dude. Fuck no. Anyway. There's a time I went through and I said, you know what? When I read it, I, you know, I just went, this is it. <laughs> this is exactly it. Being a Scientologist, He's when you drive past an accident, it's not like anyone else. As you drive past, know you have to do something about it because you know you're the only one that can really help but that's, that's what drives me is that i know that we have an opportunity and uh to really help for the first time effectively change people's lives and uh, i am dedicated that i'm gonna i'm absolutely Uncompromising. If you want to change some lives, just uh, drop in here real quick, Tom. <laughs> orgs are there to help. Okay, but <laughs> we, as you know, as also the public, it's like we have a responsibility. It's not just the orgs. It's not just Dave Miscavige. You know, it's not just not just me. It's you. It's everyone out there, kind of rereading KSW and looking at what needs to be done and saying, okay, am I gonna do it or am I not gonna do it? Period. And am I going to look at that guy, or am I too afraid because I have my own out ethics to put in someone else's ethics? What's that KSW? Because I won't hesitate. To KSW. He's talking about KSW. Uh, it's a short for keeping Scientology working. Keeping Scientology working is KSW. It's a policy oh. written by Hubbard in the 1960s that requires all Scientologists to follow his words and his rules exactly. YouTube, the YouTube video has um all the terms listed at the bottom so like if you're confused about words like i'll pause it and i'll i'll let you know that's like um scientology is everything the church dreamed of and dolan's the theme song is getting to me i swear it's like mission impossible right like am i crazy Wait, you brainwash people they're paying for it it's monetizing religion it literally is that's what the church does Loki, but Oh, interesting as well. Interesting as well. Liv told me this. Um, all the money that gets put into Scientology is all of the money they earn is completely tax-free because they're a religion. They don't pay taxes on 
anything because they're a religion. Oh. Like, how yeah, fucking shit is that? Yeah, that's so annoying. You know, he's an actor after all these probs shitting. Oh, yeah, like, just, like, saying a script, yeah. Yeah, it's oh, just, they put the fucking Mission Impossible theme song in the back. <laughs> How yeah. is science? Yeah, Scientology. Science is not religion. Science is not religion. That like, it doesn't make sense. Hey, but you know, Scientology isn't scientific at all. It's bullshit. <laughs> like science tries to base itself on facts. Not some like obviously most of it's theory, but like Christ, like we don't. No, we don't believe that we're alien spirits. Like that's not science. That's that's science fiction. Yeah. As in mythology. <laughs> it is. It's like it is like that. It's like stories. Yeah. Mythology. <laughs> yeah. Um they shouldn't they should have to pay taxes, I think. That's so annoying that they don't. They would make they make so much money, not just from courses, from donations, from auditing, through resources being part of it. Okay, Broadway, you're back now. But yeah, that's Welcome back, Broadway. But yeah, I think Tom Cruise is sprouting a lot of bullshit in this video. I'm not gonna lie. I'm really struggling to like keep on top of what he's saying. We'll continue, but I don't think I'm gonna someone else. Because I put it ruthlessly in on myself. What I got from his video, right, is that he, because he's a Scientologist, that means he's, like, amazing and that he's the only one who can help. Like, when he was saying that shit, that was bullshit. Mm -hmm. Like, when, when I drive past an accident, I'm the only one who can help. And it's like, well, I don't know, maybe the people who are running the ambulance or the, the you know, paramedics, they're probably going to help too, Tom, not you. You're not going to come down with your little alien <laughs> Yeah. You healed like in fucking DVD. They're just like you're healed, and it's just like them, like <laughs> your hands. Yeah, like, just, <laughs> we just rubs them. It's like oh, you're better. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, the chat is like they would probably be classes donations. That's true. Days. Oh my gosh, I didn't know you were still here. Sticking around, days. Thank you for the, anyone sticking around. We we really appreciate yeah, we really it. Appreciate all the people listening. Mission Impossible 15 quest. Quest for our aliens. <laughs> wow. Oh. Um, okay. And I think that uh, I respect that <laughs> in others. And uh, you know, I'm there to help. And we're here to help. And my opinion is, is Pogger, that, you're back. I'm bored. How's it going? I'm not on board. Okay. But just if you're on board, you're on board just like the rest of us. Period. We are the authorities on getting people off drugs. We are the authorities on the mind. We are the authorities on improving conditions. Criminon, we can rehabilitate criminals. Way to happiness, we can bring peace uh, and unite cultures. Uh, that once you know these tools and you know that they work, it's it's not good enough that, that I'm just doing okay. Traveling the world and meeting the people that I that I've met, you know, talking with these leaders, meeting the people in that the I've met. Fields. 
honestly, like he's the, he makes it out like anyone who's part. Like one thing that that Leah Ramani lady says is that they literally feel like they are superior compared to normal people who don't believe in Scientology, and like it's Something really like... standing out. Yeah, like Tom Cruise like, or something. Um, they, they, have, have, like, they have an, they have a navy. They have their own navy called Sea Org. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Although I, I feel bad because I didn't do too much reading into Sea Org, but it's probably very worth mentioning about Sea Org. They literally have a naval thing. Like, I'll look it up for you guys now. I read a lot about it. Um, Louis Free mentioned like, it quite a lot. I know. They literally just threw in fucking Mission Impossible's theme song in here. <laughs> Seaorg came along after Scientology. Um, Waiting for a paycheck. Yeah, Seaorg is a big deal. It really is. It started in... Let's have a look. It started in 1967. uh, Initially operating from several ships. (laughs) All that money could have went to developing whilst off country searching for some words that don't exist. Oh, guys, you have me dying over here. <laughs> the sea or is a big deal for them. Yeah. The fact the that they are allowed the soundtrack for this video means might mean that they either paid a shit ton of to the producers or they actually funded the film. And oh god, people keep talking about them. Um, people wait might mean that they even paid a mm-hmm. shit ton to the producers or they actually funded the film. I have the rights to use this material if they wish, which is fucking crazy. Shows how much power they have in Hollywood. They have a lot. Of That's power a good point. Yeah. You join the Sea Org and have to see. Right, you sign a fucking billion year contract. I remember. It's like some insane amount of years. I remember reading about that. I was like, dude, what? <laughs> so you have to spend like several of your lifetimes, like, sign them away. <laughs> like, what? So crazy. Yeah, they make a lifetime commitment to Scientology when they join like, the Sea Org. They sign a billion year contract, literally. A billion year contract officially described as a symbolic pledge. In exchange, members are given a free room aboard a small and a small weekly allowance. So at this point, they're actually getting paid. <laughs> but they gotta sign their life away. For a billion years. Yeah. If on the off Slim chance that this was remotely true. Can you imagine spending a billion years on a fucking boat? Like, signing away actual a billion years? Like, if you, like... I can't even imagine signing away, like, 60 years. Like, let alone fucking a billion years. Like, even if this was, like, remotely true that you could have several lifetimes, like, why would you want to sign away a billion years to this place? Like, that's insane. Well, so, so here we go. Sea Org members agree to strict codes of discipline, such as disavowing premarital sex, working long hours. Their average is working at least 100 hours per week. Per fucking week, man. It's like 40 is the average. 100 hours a week. Somebody do the math. I'm trying to do the math of like how many hours that is a day. Can you even do that? How many hours are in a week? My Somebody do the math. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> How many hours are actually in a week? Like twenty. Hey, if you Siri. do twenty-four hours, 
if you do 24 hours a day. Oh, you are my story. Thank you. How many? A hundred more? A hundred and sixty. What the fuck? So out of the 168 hours of the week, you're spending a hundred hours of those working. So you only get 68 hours a week to yourself. How many hours is that per day? I literally can't fucking do math. Oh, I guess wow. I guess it's just like you have to walk around a hundred hours per week, so that could be every single day for a certain amount of time, or like really long hours on like a slight few days. But yeah, probably. Oh my gosh, that's horrible. But they all have to yeah. live. In commun- they have to live in communal housing called birthings. They are allowed to marry but must relinquish their membership if they have or want to raise children. This is in California, by the way. Yeah, so basically they have nine hours to themselves every day. And that's including sleep time, probably break times, and, like, all of that stuff. That's bad. That's so bad. (laughs) It's really not nice. So, yeah, they have their own fucking military thing i don't even know what they do what do they even do yeah like what the fuck do you do on a boat for that long a day i don't even know they're talked into getting abortions if they get pregnant ew ew why did you talk someone into that it's their choice like they can do what they want not if you sign billion years of your life away (laughs) Okay, so it's it's described as a paramilitary organization, SEORG, and and as a private naval force, having operated several vessels in its past and displaying a maritime tradition. Some ex-members and scholars have described the SEORG as a totalitarian organization marked by intent in in intensive surveillance and a lack of freedom. The SEALC has also been compared to a monastic organization, which is monkhood, a religious way of life which one renounces worldly pursuits to devote oneself to spiritual work. Hmm. <laughs> Weird. Very strange. But, um, I'm not gonna lie, I'll probably stop watching the Tom Cruise video because, like, by yeah. the sounds of it, he's clearly just talking delusional. about how. <laughs> yeah, he is very delusional. Delusional is a good word. So, what Meggles was saying earlier, there was a lady who managed to escape Scientology who actually went really high up in the ranks called Leah Remini. Gotta uh, get those mythical submarines. <laughs> Oh my god, no. That's, that's what they do for that. 100 hours a week. They just <laughs> search for s- mythical submarines. Probably we gain access to them for the low, low price of $19.99 a week. But um, that Rhea, that, that Leah Ramanai girl, she she actually like progressed all the way up to the free wins. Like she paid for all the courses, all the resources yeah. that she spent. Probably she got, like, millions. All the- Fuck. Yeah, she she 
knew a lot about it, but since coming out of it, uh, I think she ended up making a documentary. Yeah, it's called Scientology Aftermath. Yeah, which I'll be, I'm I'm probably going to watch that at some point, actually. I'm really interested, but it doesn't sound like a good thing. Yeah, but... It's just, yeah, she's come out publicly about the way that the church runs and how kind of fucked up it is. And it's, to be honest, we in the Lou Through documentary, you get someone who was part of the Seorg who's left now. Can't remember his name, but someone who was one part of Seorg who's left um, mm-hmm. basically runs the whole thing. He's doing like some weird like play in the documentary, but you get to hear a lot of him because he's actually met David the you know the leader of it himself like he's been in like rooms of him he's heard him interview he sounds scary the guy sounds really creepy to be honest okay so first of all um megals is saying that her mom got to the top level and was like yeah we're getting the fuck out of here and like got her and her daughter out i'm assuming and then um broadway was asking their stance on um polyamory I don't know if I pronounced that right. I'm looking really bad. But um, they're joking around that you can buy like a poly pass <laughs> for a certain amount of money. Because <laughs> like, they hate it though. <laughs> they would hate, they would hate polyamory. <laughs> they would not, they would not tolerate it. I, don't, I really don't think so. Augur's like, you have to subscribe to Tom Cruise only fans so you can be poly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Not only watch, but enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the guy who's in Louis Fru's documentary is called Mark Rathburn. He was the former senior executive of the Church of Scientology. So he was high up. He was Inspector General of the Religious Technology Center as well. He like he, he was in this. Yeah, no, but he, he was really like high up in this. And it's quite interesting seeing the documentary and seeing how he refers. He seems really conflicted in the documentary yeah. to be fair. He, he, he hates them. He was responsible for the protection and enforcement of all Dianetics. <clears throat> um, <laughs> what a Sorry, job! I, hate- <laughs> I kind of want to see if I can find a video for like someone using an email. <laughs> oh, Vice has done a video on it. That will work. So, could we switch to the the videos again? And I'm just gonna play this very quickly. Um, <laughs> that's what I oh wait we'll watch we'll, actually no we'll watch someone he paid millions actually. who paid millions I think he's also in Leah's documentary oh this yeah. dude okay so um, you got the reaction up do you want to full screen it Awesome. Right, let's watch this. This is this is the e-meter. This is how they so, do the auditing. We bought this e-meter. It's a uh, Mark 7, I believe. <laughs> we got it. Just because you're not supposed to have these unless you're a member of uh, a certain organization that's responsible for their creation, courtesy of Hubbard Electrometer Manufacturing. I've always wanted one of these just because they're kind of goofy. <laughs> they're goofy. Supposedly they will tell you certain information about um, your spiritual being and if you've rid yourself of past spiritual experiences that were negative and and kind of like how whole of a person you are 
The Hubbard electrometer, more commonly known as the E-meter, is a quote-unquote religious artifact used to measure the state of electrical characteristics in the static fields surrounding the body. E-meters operate in a similar fashion to lie detectors, relying on a type of electrical circuit called a Wheatstone bridge, which measures the subject's galvanic skin response. In short, the device produces a small electrical current and measures the subject's electrical resistance to that current. Bro, what? I mean, no fucking... That doesn't sound real. Made up. You know how lie detectors work? Fake news. <laughs> But you know how lie detectors, it's, it's, it's like you said, it's quite yeah. similar to a lie detector. Yeah. Although this one sounded like, it, I thought it was temperature, but I'm, I was clearly wrong. Sounds like it's the way your skin reacts. Do not so tempt us, time well, just to come in our chat right now, please. I, I would not want that. Yeah, explain it to me. Come on, I'm fucking confused. <laughs> Religious <laughs> artifact. Okay, if it rises, the dial moves to the left, that means... Sexy sex starts. Yeah, there's just like a saxophone in here. Coming through. Um, if it moves to the right, that means um, you've got losses, lies, present time problems, and a disagreement with reality. Mm -hmm. Okay, so if it moves to the right, which is doing, I think Wilbert's got a disagreement with reality. <laughs> He's just nervous. If I touch the thing, I'd be freaking out and I'd just be like, what the fuck is this? And it would just go like off the charts and like break, probably. <laughs> <laughs> the skin though so i'm presuming that's like if you're tense or if you're sweating or if you're like and temperature i don't know right hold on that has a good point which like i think a lot of cults use this tactic of like the more we add smart words the more smart will sound which like i think a lot of cult leaders like do shit like that to make themselves 100%. sound like that's like an actual tactic i believe that a lot of cults like actually use 100 percent. it's yeah that's totally right but that's <laughs> just hold it really lightly. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's possible. <laughs> Is he just testing this on people? I just want to make sure people know we're not. <laughs> that that makes sense. I'm winking. You can't see it under my sunglasses. We're not those guys. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Um, Pogger, we actually talked about Waco and Jim Jones in our last cult podcast. We which did that hopefully we'll hopefully we will have audio recordings of it somewhere at some point soon. It's a work in progress and you guys can listen back on it. Yeah. Makes it sound like you know what you're talking about and therefore we should listen to you. Yes, Megals, that's literally that's that's Meggles. how it works. We've commandeered some public electricity from the park here. Um, we don't know. If oh my are, god, that's uh, so. Or arrested for that. Hopefully, we at least get a few meter readings um, beforehand. Ladies, would any of you like a free e meter reading? Would you like to have a free e meter reading? Man, would you like a free e meter reading? Come get your e meter readings. A e meter reading. That looks so right fucking here. sketch. This is so fucking silly. Get your e meter readings. Right. Are you interested in e meters? He's like, this is just so You're fucking just gonna grip silly. These. So. <laughs> Very lightly. Oh, wow. You got some energy. If you could transport to a time period, any time period throughout history, and off the top of your head, what would it be? Harlem Renaissance. 1930s. So dinosaurs and dinosaurs, shit. The yeah. Depression? Okay. Is that what he just said? 1930? Why, why 1930? Wasn't that the Great Depression? Or am I just. I don't know my history. I'm pretty sure, like, 
I've seen all these hipsters. Pretty sure. I think you're right. Or is it right. 40s? I don't know. From antiquity, basically. Yeah, and okay. it just feels familiar. Just because like it's, it's free doesn't mean it's good. Oh, yeah. If yeah. it's good enough you for know, Tom Cruise. Yeah, inclination of what you might have done. And you're falling right you're now. Right, so it looks like you are right. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah Pogger, he did say fucking 1930. I was like, what? <laughs> I'm sorry, I was just so, like, caught up in the 1930 thing. <laughs> no, you're right, though. You're, you're actually right. That was the Great Depression. Like, why the fuck? Out of all the time periods, you want to go to the Great Depression? Like, why? <laughs> Relive my son, man. Anyways, what is... I kind of missed what they're talking about. Sort. He's just passing on people. I don't want to get into it. It was it bad, was, though? Was, yeah. Do, do you think that whatever happened to you then that was a negative experience has, has impeded you in this life in some Has way? it affected decisions I've made in this lifetime? Sure. Yes. The yes. Is, yes. I thought maybe these rings were messing it up because you got me nervous. Well, you're not supposed to have rings on, but this oh, whole really? thing's complete bullshit anyway. So <laughs> like, what's your favorite color? Red. Red. Okay. <laughs> It's, it's dropping, so it kind of means you might be lying. What's your name? Alzina. Alzina, okay. And it, it looks like you're kind of lying about that. You sure that's your name? <laughs> it doesn't even know how it works. Because that is my name. Okay. I so love how he's like, oh, yeah, it's <laughs> kind of whole bullshit anyway. Not that I needed a proof. No, you didn't. But apparently, certain people believe that this is proof of that, so. Okay. I'm not sure what to say about that. Good for them. Good for them, right? Good yeah. for them. Good person. You, well, you, you're a 2.56. Okay, so would you consider yourself like a good person? Uh, yes, I do. You do? <laughs> it is falling. Would you consider yourself a good person? Yes. Let's say somebody beats up your mom or your sister. You have a chance to send the guy to jail or you can kick the shit out of him for an hour and then send him to jail. Which would you rather do? Oh, look, he's fucking lying. <laughs> I think that's a good, we've got a good fix on your moral character. The majority of the subjects I tested seem to believe my e-meter readings wholeheartedly, which makes me think that true auditors are full of shit. So, oh, he's wow, not really. really just... What does that mean? Is that bad? Obviously, it's I mean, so... we've got to be, like, very aware that this is a very biased video on how the email yeah. works okay so this isn't like how they would describe it they'd be very like you know they they make it believable <laughs> yeah honestly i believe this like i'm more with this guy i think it's all fucking bullshit but you saw what he said a lot of them actually believe the readings so yeah. when they actually get like if you go to an auditing session like people are probably gonna like believe this <laughs> shit like wholeheartedly <laughs> the chat's just laughing at that guy who what fucking said 1930. <laughs> <laughs> like, I will to go back Hardcore mode. <laughs> Are you sure that's your name? Are you sure you're smart? <laughs> Are you walking today? <laughs> Did you breathe today? <laughs> I mean, I guess it's supposed to kind of work like a lie detector, this he said, right? Mm. But I mean, also yeah. lie detectors aren't really used as um, evidence in court because they're so, like, mostly inconclusive. So even, like, lie detectors that are used by police and stuff aren't really used as hardcore evidence because, you know, like, it could be, it makes someone look more sus, but it could also be that people are just nervous and... 
they're not really used as like real evidence or anything in court. Yeah. So. Very bizarre. It's all very strange. But, um... <clears throat> Did you like and subscribe to the podcast? <laughs> but they aren't a hundred percent. Yeah, no lie detector is ever like a hundred percent. That's a whole like thing. So even like if these were based off of like sort of like lie detectors, like they'd still be kind of like not accurate. So I don't really know what this machine is, but so as of today. There are 11,000 churches in the world for Scientology. That is so much more many than I thought there would be. Yeah, and these are spread out between 800, wait, 184 nations. And the movement welcomes more than 4.4 million new people each year. 4 million a year? Wait, so how many current members do they have? Not many, by the looks of it. I'm pretty sure recent said that, like, member-wise, like, 20,000 or something like that. Wait, so what is this whole 4 I million? Is, I think that's, like, people who are, like, taking interest and, like, are in, like, the introductory, like, part, rather like than people who are paying the money. Course, Yeah, or the 20,000 could just be the ones who have paid all the money, if that makes sense. I'm, I'm, not, mm. I'm not entirely sure. Um, but yeah, there's a lot. It's a growing religion, cult. According to Ortega, Scientology's numbers peaked in the early 90s, 90s with roughly a thousand members worldwide. Members have dipped down to about 20,000. I'm not sure what they mean by members, though. That's my issue. Because millions of people... Oh, wait. Yeah. One of their spokespersons vigorously deny this and claim that the church has millions of. I don't know what that means. I'm assuming they mean like members or something. In 107 nations, and a third of them are the states. Yeah. So basically, they deny. Okay, so yeah, that meant like a church goer. Oh, thank you for the the cheers, Pogger. I didn't see that. Thank you so much. Where was that? Oh, oh, Pogger, thank you for the bits. Oh, about children. They see them as tiny adults, so they treat them like that. Yeah, they're they're pretty messed up. Um, they don't. I guess to summarize Scientology, it's a religion created by someone with a like an occultist background anyway who mm. also writes science fiction seems to me like it's a bit of a money making scheme considering yeah, other, how much money it costs the other cult that he was a part of had to do with like magic and stuff so there's it's that as Crowley, well. like, like damn but, so, um, sounds pretty made up to me but what do you guys think I think, yeah, to sum it up pretty I'm assuming most of our chat thinks that it's all made up, but I'm curious. (laughs) It's taking advantage of vulnerable people. With money. Or no money. Can you imagine taking out a loan to the bank and they'd be like, what do you need it for? (laughs) Scientology. Uh, (laughs) Scientology. I said hi and anticipate my bad. Had a phone call. Sum it up fucking dumb. 
Yeah. Lol, definitely a cult. Oh, okay, Sounds that. totally re- legit, Dolbin. <laughs> no. <laughs> Cults pay to win edition, basically, yeah. Yeah. You guys are very right. Like, that's... I don't think it's very, um... I'm glad y'all are smart and not about to join Scientology because not only is it um, ridiculous and delusional, but um, it's a waste of money. (laughs) It's a huge factor. 100%. But um, that's probably one of the biggest modern cults out there Mm -hmm. nowadays. Although we've got one to end off the podcast on, which Ruby did some research on. Which I'm not massively familiar with, but you're probably gonna have to educate me. Yeah, so, um, basically, if you know, I don't know how many of you have heard of the Fundamentalist Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. It's called FLDS um, Church. It's one of the largest of the fundamentalist Mormon denominations and one of the largest organizations in the United States having members who practice polygamy. So, Broadway, this is a cult for you. I'm just kidding. Please don't join a cult. I was joking um but this Don't cult is all about <laughs> this cult is all about polygamy basically and all of that business it's a very sexual cult um so warren jeffs he became leader of the flds back in 2002 so it is pretty recent, recent. very recent scientology was mm-hmm. 1950 this is like this is no, very really recent, recent. He, he took over the um flds in 2002, and at that time, there's about six to 10,000 estimated members. And I know that's like a wild range, but that's like everywhere that I looked into it, that was the same answer for every per- like any place I looked it up. It was six to 10,000 members. Yeah. Um, and their main colonies are in Colorado City, Arizona, and Hilldale, Utah. Um, so, so in these cities, even the government and the police are L- FLDS. So over everyone is the prophet, which would be Warren Jeffs. So even the government and the police are underneath him, which is like kind of crazy to me. <laughs> um, yeah, so like the whole city is basically authoritarian, ruled over by Warren Jeffs um, and like the FLDS because they're all involved. Um. It's pretty secret because polygamy is against the law in most places. Yeah, they were very um, discreet, like in compounds and stuff. It's an orgy call, <laughs> basically. Um, yeah, it's an orgy call. When did you get onto orgy call? Yeah, this is what we're talking about now. We've, we've yeah. moved on from Scientology Nex- and we're now talking about orange Yeah, I actually was looking into Nexium before. Um, they were also very into like the sex stuff. I'm not sure how recent they were though. I didn't look too much into them, but I do know about Nexium as well. So um, this guy Warren Jeffs, he would hand out sex as a reward for his congregants um, by punishing them, like either like as a reward, like he would use sex as either a reward or punishment, and he would punish. He would use the punishment by um, removing the wives and the children from like the husbands and stuff and he would do this usually by sending the husband out to an outpost where he was isolated and supervised until he repented and pledged to never disobey jeff's again which is like (laughs) the fact he's using sex as like 
a way to control people is like already like pretty disgusting but it gets a lot worse um what do we got here in the chat polygamy is illegal in all 50 states yeah i don't know how they got away with this um like cult but um oh nexium is recent okay yeah i have heard of them as well if you guys want more cult stuff, we can totally do more like episodes on like more cults if you guys have like specific ones you want us to talk about as well. These are just like ones that we had. Um we do have uh, a Yeah, we have a suggestion box. Um an extension oh, and written something in the suggestions. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I wrote it in our topic list ideas. Oh, yeah. Of course. But yeah, we've got uh, we've actually got a suggestion box in in the description down below. So if you guys want like specific topics, you guys go But wait, that's not all. Yo, this one is like kind of wild. Like, um, so he would determine who could marry and who could like produce children in the cult. He wanted a very like specific population in terms of like who could have children, who could marry, like, who was together type of thing. It was really Ooh. fucking weird. Mm. He would, like, handpick um, populations for compounds and stuff, so he would have, like, a specific population of, like, race and all that in compounds and stuff. Um, when he... What he got into trouble most for, though, was his interest in underage children, and yes, he didn't really discriminate. He molested and raped young girls and boys, um so gross like i can't even imagine like being a kid and just being like roped into a call like this is like literally insane um congrats on affiliation oh thank you pat for the bits and for thank you so much um, thank you. yeah that's brilliant <laughs> Yeah, honestly, we didn't really need too much moderation except for the beginning, but that's gone now, so. Um, so what happened was they, an anonymous tip put through from one of his compounds. So some random person sent in an anonymous tip through to the police from one of his several compounds that they have. Oh. And it turned out to be a hoax, but it brought in the police to see the inside of the compounds, and they found a bunch of young girls carrying their own babies. So, like, oh. a bunch of younger, like, between, like, 12 and probably 14 with a bunch of their kids, like, carrying their babies around and stuff. So, after this happened, he created a compound called the Yearning for Zion Ranch, which was near Waco. Now, this is interesting because if you remember our last episode, if you were there, where I discussed um, the Davidian compound, which was David Koresh, and he also had his compound in Waco. So everyone in Waco was like concerned that this was going to be another Waco Davidian compound all over again. And, oh, like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was the one who, I'm pretty sure he like burned down his entire compound and killed like basically everybody they were in like a standoff with the police for ages weren't they yeah, yeah yeah i believe that was him um he was the one that was the far cry 5 yeah that's very um so everyone was concerned in waco that this would be another davidian compound basically 
but unlike Koresh, Jeff's had a lot of money. Some reports say that he had over a hundred million dollars in property and assets, so he was able to put oh, the Scion Ranch, yearning of for Scion Ranch, into like a full construction site with like lots of concrete buildings, housing, like a whole bunch of stuff, and he was gonna like handpick the population for that ranch as well. So he was going like full out to create like a full on like little community compound thing, concrete walls and all that. Yeah, this is like a prison. Yeah, basically, there's pictures of it, and it kind of just looks like a castle almost. Like the building and stuff of it is like very structured and stuff. And what the fuck is wrong with people? Donate your children to Zion. Um, it's Zion with a Z, but yeah, it's the yearning for Zion range. Waco went so well. Yeah, yeah, so this was like after the whole Davidian thing, but I thought that was interesting to bring up as well because we did cover him in our last podcast, so if you guys were there for that, you will know about that whole thing. That guy is the most horrible person on earth. (laughs) Yeah, he was pretty bad, that guy, um, David Craig. But this guy's also pretty bad. Um, inside the ranch yeah. is when, like, inside this ranch in Wake near Waco is where it's, things start to get really bad. They would have rituals and practices that were basically little more than rape and sexual abuse of the members. Um, so the compound was raided because the police were basically onto him, and so they raided the compound. And Jeff's fled. He was like, "Fuck this! I'm out of here." Um, so that's where the hypocritical part comes in. So he was arrested driving a late model Cadillac Red Escalade, which was interesting because he forbid his followers from wearing red because it was sinful. Um, okay. So it was kind of interesting that he read. I think we just lost Ruby. Ruby, no. F in the chat, guys. Um, don't worry, we'll sort it. I'm not sure what's happened. I don't know if her, like, laptop, like, just... Oh, her internet dipped. Okay. Um. Oh, no. Okay. Well. I'll carry on. Because, yeah, in memory of Ruby. She'll be back, hopefully. Her internet's just dipped for the time being. Um. I don't know much about this cult, but I'm just reading some of the notes. He was arrested driving a late model Cadillac Red Escalade, so the colour red, yes, but my chair is sinful, don't know why that would be sinful. Um, oh Christ, in the car, he had an audio tape of sexual instructions for his wives, which encouraged them to participate in orgies with him. Oh. Oh, the... 
Right, we're just gonna go and BRB for a second because everything's just got a bit messed up. Um, oh look, we've got our little pictures. Oh, make sure to put the camera frame over my little pictures. No, I'm not. I'm not going to. We're just waiting for Ruby. But I'll speak on the BRB screen, okay? Don't worry, guys. I'll save this. So he had an audio tape of sexual instructions for his wife's. These tapes encourage them to participate in orgies with him um, and have orgies where he wasn't there to let him know how they were going. <laughs> what the hell? <sighs> okay, um... And also had an audio tape of a sexual encounter with his wife, including his new bride, which he had just married a few day days after her 12th birthday. Oh no! Oh dear me, that's not nice at all. This guy is like a serial pedo, and I can't believe he's getting away with it. Oh my gosh. That's nasty. But yeah, we've just had confirmation that Ruby's incident has dropped. <gasps> Ruby? She's joined again. She's loading. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Wait, how are you not talking? How far behind is my phone? Oh, we just put it to BRB for a bit. Oh my god, guys, we got Ruby back! <laughs> hey guys, sorry. Um, the place I'm currently living in, um, because I'm not at my usual where I used to live, so the place I'm living at now has, like, really crappy Wi-Fi. They need to upgrade it, because there's now, like, a bunch of people living in this house, and... They're probably all using the internet at once because I hear them watching a movie. So it's just like uh, the internet was just like, I can't take it and like froze for a second. Um, Sorry. I read a little bit, but just carry on from what you, you finished. You um, were at part with so... the, red, the red Cadillac. Okay, so you were talking about the audio tapes, right? Yeah, the audio tapes. They're a bit fucked up. <laughs> Yeah, so basically, he had an audio tape of sexual instructions for his wives. Um, one of them was to encourage them to participate in orgies with him and to have orgies when he wasn't there. And to let him know how those were going. And then he that also had... <laughs> so how's it going? How's the orgy going? Um, yeah, let me know if you can see me, hear me, that everything is fine. <laughs> um, you sound fine. Don't worry, you, your okay, cool. you sound good, all good. Um, and then the second audio tape he had was of a sexual encounter with his wives recently, including a new bride that he had married a few days after her 12th birthday. Um, she can be heard sobbing while he encourages her to look past the pain to her place in heaven, which she's currently earning. Dude, that is so fucking fucked up. That is Literally fucking so fucking does. gross. 12 years old. Ugh, she was fucking 12. Just 12. She's literally just, oh, sorry. <laughs> what a dick. That, you're really cute, but like, this is really gross, like, topic to be flirting right now. Um, 
<laughs> um yeah fucking 12 years old and he's like no look past the pain like you're earning your place in heaven right now what the fuck like gross look past the pain gross. as i punched a crucifix in him <laughs> um yeah so after he was arrested, CPS came in, so Child Protective Services came in, and they took temporary legal custody of 401 children. So this cult, remember I was saying he just wanted to, like, he would pick people to, like, produce children, and, like, he wanted to basically create his own community and his own population that was, like, perfect. And so they had somehow produced 400 children, basically. Um, in that time period so um the government didn't know what to do with them all so they ended up eventually returning them to their families within the flds because they had nobody to look after all these kids and like they didn't know what to do with them so they just gave them back to the families and this is why it's a more modern cult hold on Warren Jeffs is literally the worst human being. Yeah, he's um, pretty disgusting. I'm glad y'all agree. Good night, Dolbin. Um, Love you, girl. So, Warren Jeffs continues to run the FLDS from prison with a harsh rule. He um, demanded that all of his followers give away anything that could basically give children joy in their childhood so any toys bikes like anything that children could enjoy for a normal childhood um he's like get rid of all of that you're not allowed to make your children feel like children i guess that's so cool um yeah just so annoying and disgusting and it's like let them be children you know like how can you just be like nah they don't they don't get to be kids just get rid of all their toys and stuff. Sorry, Liv just had a malfunction with his mind. <laughs> We're just having all the problems today, man. Also, I... Around his, his chair and his little head was... <laughs> <laughs> um, also, Bad, I did want to quickly say thank you for banning all those, like, spam that happened in the time that I was gone. I did see all that and I wanted to thank you for getting rid of all those people. Um... And the last little bit, so he, from jail, he also announced that all women and young girls in his compound should use the last name Jeffs, and they should all be considered his wife, like his wife's, um, and they are to wait for him for his release. So basically, all of the, like, all the young girls, even underage, all of them, they should all be considered his wives, and they should all use his last name, and they're to wait for him for his release. But I'm assuming Whoa. that they're still allowed to have the orgies as long as they tell him how it's going, because that's what his audio tape said, so pretty gross. Is he still alive? Um, so as far as I know, he's still alive. I could be wrong. We're gonna look it up real quick, but there is sort oh, of God. a happy-ish ending. Oh, Michael said he is still alive. Oh, yeah, damn. he is still alive, but he is currently in a medically induced coma in prison, which is, like, kind of nice. He gets a little bit of what he deserves because he was on a hunger strike, so he stopped eating. So because of the damage caused from the hunger strikes, he had to be put in a medically induced coma. 
So that's currently where he is at. Obi-Wan's comment. As far as I know. <laughs> On the phone. Hi, Warren. Still having orgies. Hope you're doing good. Okay, bye. <laughs> Yeah, I'm assuming that's what he wanted them to do. I don't really know, but either way, it's gross, and I'm really glad that he's, like, basically dead right now. I mean, like, he's in a coma, but, like, it's crazy to me that, like, from prison, he's still running this, like, that women were still following this rule when he's, like, arrested for molesting their children and shit. Like, how can you, like, be okay with that? Like... They're still all living in the compound and everything, as far as I know. Like, they're just chilling in there because, like, where else are they going to go? It's the whole reason they gave the kids back to the families and stuff. But it's just, like, really fucked up. No. But anyways, this cult is still going strong, as far as I know. Except for their leader being in a coma. But, like, fuck him. So, like, whatever. He can be in a coma. I wonder if when you're in a coma, you dream. Because that would be kind of cool. I don't know. I'm but curious I'm to know what happens when you're cool. in a coma, but... Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not I'm not saying they're cool, but, like, just interested, you know? They're interested. <laughs> Joseph Smith, the founder of FLDS. Oh, oh look, <laughs> I found these religious texts. Everyone has to have sex with me and no dancing. <laughs> Thank you, but I was almost there. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently patients in a coma appear unconscious. They don't respond to touch, sound, or pain and can't be awakened. Their brains often show no signs of the normal sleep-wakefulness cycle, which means they're unlikely to be dreaming. Oh, Fun fact. Also, helping out stream. Much love, have fun, will be remorseful. Thanks for for hanging around thank Obi-Wan. you obion for ca- coming by and chatting with us i hope you enjoyed the podcast even though it's kind of fucked up shit but i think it's gone pretty well that's a really oh, we nice love you love yeah you. it's like i mean like polygamy and shit gross sexual nastiness but yeah okay. i did hear about the nexium as well yeah if you if you want us to do more on cults we can do that like in the future like we do have a schedule of topics for like the rest of spooky month but after that if you want to hear more cults like specific ones then just like drop them in the suggestion box or like other topics in general if you guys have any like specific content that you want us to cover yeah any suggestions like we've already said there is a suggestion box in our about section so feel free to drop as many as you like and we'll make sure to write them down and we'll do it at some point so yeah good. we already got a couple of suggestions i saw that uh dolbin put in a suggestion about 15 minutes ago oh that's ago. so awesome yeah about wilderness camps i haven't heard of them so that'll be new and rando nautica from cena so never heard of that either <laughs> Randonautica? Yeah, I really want to do an episode on Randonautica. I no like, really means. exciting. I I really want to do it. There's actually, like, a whole, like, murder around it and shit. It's, like, it's really good. Oh, really? Yeah. But I, I don't want to talk about it here, because it has to be a different episode. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Pogger. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah well, we'll be definitely covering Randa Nautica at some point because I kind of forgot about that, even though like I recently watched like a video on it. It's really interesting. Yeah, uh, no, I definitely need to have a look into that. But um, I think that pretty much wraps up everything to do with our, our topics today. That that concludes mm-hmm. cults. We are finally done on the cult section. <laughs> but I mean, if history? you guys want specific cults in the future, we can definitely cover more. Course, but like, yeah. this is the cult section of the spooky month. All finished. All good. Which job. is exciting. I'm st- I'm finally done. <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, we've got. Oh, oh thanks, gosh. Sean. Next, next is our next big one. I think is paranormal. I'm pretty serial sure. Serial right? killers. Oh, serial killers next. And then we have our haunting paranormal our haunting stuff. For... Yeah, that's for Halloween, isn't our it? Haunting paranormal podcast will be on Halloween. Hey, that's so cool. Super exciting. <laughs> yeah. Just okay. because of how the days work out. Yeah. So serial next week killer. is going to be on serial killers. <laughs> bat <laughs> and then um we'll be doing paranormal creepy spooky things for on halloween so it's really exciting and we'll be dressing well i'm gonna be dressing up because i have a halloween stream earlier in the day but or did something okay i have i better do something yeah i'm being i'm being a basic bitch I mean, we could do an entire podcast on the Zodiac Killer, but there's so many other cool serial killers. Like, I don't want to do, do just John Wayne Gacy. There's so many. The Clown Killer. Like, we could technically probably do like a mini podcast and like do some, and then do like a main one. If there, because there's so many serial killers, but we can. There's definitely like we can definitely cover like other serial killers later in the year too. Do one to, awesome. to cover it. We'll do like little mini stories in our big one of all of them because there's there's <laughs> a lot of them and they are really there's interesting. I know they they are pieces of shit, but like they are interesting. So not the Zodiac Killer. Ted Cruz is the Zodiac Killer. What's wrong with Ted? Wait, yeah, Ted Cruz. Yeah, isn't that the like one that everyone thinks is good looking? No, that's Ted Bundy. Mean Ted Bundy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Sorry, I got messed up. Okay. So, um, um, is also, we can raid, by the way? if you're not already, we have our own personal socials. Why is this not working? What's Bro, not I working? literally put commands in, but like, whatever. We're just gonna ignore that then. For some reason, the commands just don't work. <laughs> maybe, maybe the podcast has to do it. I don't know. We're maybe supposed to have commands, but apparently they're not working. <laughs> I fucked up. Sorry. But um, our links are in like the top. Yeah, Bat can show them out. The commands. Yeah, why are our commands just like not working? <laughs> Bat, just check them out. Yeah. <laughs> um, they I are linked in our about section on like our Twitch profile though. If you go to like the about section, you can check them out there. We have all the links for all the socials. Because Ren's actually um, organized and put them all in there. <laughs> she did something right, and I fucked up the <laughs> commands, so hopefully they'll be fixed for the next podcast. Oh, but go yeah. check us out on our personal Twitches. I'll hopefully be streaming again soon once I get my PC all set up, and hopefully our internet holds up for <laughs> when I stream on my own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
I'll have a schedule soon. Uh, like, I'm sorry for the past few weeks being like all over the place, but I'm actually going to put out a schedule today. So that, that should be something. But yeah. Oh my god, it's Obi-Wan. No, it's Obi-Wan. <laughs> I was wondering, I was like, I don't think Sean's been here, but like, I didn't recognize the username. That's funny. Gosh. But um, is there anyone, anyone that you would like us to raid? Because um, I'm kind of who, right now. Who's on right now? Hmm. He's on. Yeah, I think that's a really good idea to raid Megal's sister. Oh! Yeah, oh, she is! Yeah. Let's do it! 100%. I'll give you the command. Um, do you have the. Command. Don't worry, I'll, I'll copy and paste it to um, Lyft. So. Oh, no, no, no. It's just two ones, two twos. Yeah. You put three ones. Oh, sorry. It's just two ones. Okay. You guys two did ones, an awesome two job tonight. Thank you so much. I really appreciate oh, it. We you. really appreciate that. Oh, Bat has the username in the chat as well, Liv. Yeah. Bat put it in the chat. Go ahead and place it in. So we're going to go and rate Kimu. Thank you guys so much yeah. for sticking by the Go podcast. check her out as well. Um, and we'll, we'll we be getting emotes for all of our subs um, yeah. really soon. And we'll be doing sub badges. And also we got... Um, was, mini podcasts are on Wednesdays. Main ones are today. Next one, we're doing a mini podcast Wednesday at 9pm EST. So make sure to check that out. Yeah. Okay, guys. Bye. Bye. Are we ready?